you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony Dow, and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And as with every episode, we start off this one stating that the intended audience is everybody. So today we'll be speaking with our special guest, Alicia Williams, on what her role is in the pharmacy technology and informatics space. So thank you so much for taking some time to be on the podcast, Alicia. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Tony. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. And, you know, for the listeners to get an introduction about, like, who you are, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Okay, absolutely. I am a pharmacist. I've practiced, dare I say, nearly 20 years. I've been in practice predominantly in hospital pharmacy and, of course, in informatics. I am a Brooklyn, New York native, born and raised there, and my alma mater, Long Island University, in Brooklyn, uh, that is where I study pharmacy. So everything began there for me, right? So upon graduating, I landed a position at the VA hospital in Brooklyn, of course, right? Uh, that's where I spent my first year in hospital pharmacy practice. And I knew fairly early on that I wanted to be in hospital pharmacy when I graduated. So it was very fortunate that I landed a position there. And then from the VA, I went to a couple of other hospitals in Brooklyn as well. I ended up at New York Presbyterian Hospital, where I was pharmacy IT manager over medication distribution systems. So my main system there was OmniCell. So I was hired when that hospital decided they wanted to implement OmniCell for all of their campuses. So I learned a great deal in that position in terms of not just building or IT, but also project management overall, and also a lot of exposure to your C-level executives within the hospital. So it was an awesome experience. And then from there, what happened was I said, hey, you know what? Why don't I branch out to my own consultancy? So about three years ago, I left the Presbyterian and I launched my own business within pharmacy. So we started off as a consulting company where we worked at a lot of projects related to medication management, some IT work as well. And now we're working on some software for the pharmacy industry. So I've had a great run at this thus far. And yeah, now we're on to uh, something new within the industry. And of course, it's IT related because, you know, that's, uh, that's where my heart is. Awesome. So, you know, your consulting company... I guess for your specific role, do you have like a day-to-day or is it like primarily project-based and kind of depends on, you know, what your clients need? Well, it's primarily project-based. I've been fortunate to land long-term projects in the space. I actually also have a PMP, a project management professional certification. I studied for that as soon as I left Presbyterian because, you know, I sort of knew that I would have to distinguish myself once I left the hospital, especially if you're going to consult on your own, right? So then after I landed the certification, then I started getting offers for longer term contracts. So there were some offers in, from other hospitals and, and ironically, some other different uh, spaces, or I should say clients that weren't hospitals necessarily. You know, some of them were actually business operations projects. So I've gotten experience not just within pharmacy, the consulting, but also outside of pharmacy. So it's been really interesting. 
since branching out on my own. That's really cool. So can you can you talk a little bit more about the PMP? I'm a little curious about that too, in that when you when you did the implementation when you were at New York Presbyterian, did mm-hmm. you feel like after you got your PMP, did you feel like those concepts would have been good to apply had you known those before? Or was it something that you kind of learned at New York Presbyterian that made you feel like it was a little bit easier to obtain the PMP now that you had that experience? Oh, I would say the latter. Definitely the fact that I had that experience at New York Presbyterian as a project manager, you know, without the certification at that time, but in that role, it definitely helped me when it came time to take the exam. Now, the thing is also to obtain that PMP, you do need to have a number of years of experience as a project manager, per se. So you have to walk into the exam with some experience under your belt related to project management. But I have to say, especially while taking the exam, and I have to warn you that exam is three and a half, four hours. So it's pretty long. And, you know, you have the PMBOK, which is the project management book of knowledge, which has all the PM concepts, right? Uh, Stakeholder management and some other areas as well. And while you do need to know the content of that book, I have to say when I perhaps got a little stuck or I had to take a few extra minutes just to think about the question, I was able to draw from my experience at Presbyterian in the project management role to help me answer the question. And I passed, so that's what counts, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it was helpful, definitely, to have already had the experience going into the certification process. That's awesome. You know, I was looking at your LinkedIn profile a while ago, and I noticed you had an MBA as well. And can you talk a little bit more about that? And I guess, like, how have you seen your MBA knowledge play into what you do today as a consultant in pharmacy, like healthcare IT? Sure. Well, uh, I got my MBA, I'll say I started my MBA that that is a couple of years before beginning my tenure at New York Presbyterian, and I finished a year into my time at Presby. So it was a three-year process, right, part-time while working full-time, which was interesting, but uh, <laughs> we got it done. But the MBA, I will say, as far as the content, I, I tell anyone that getting an MBA, it teaches you not just the concepts of business, right, where finance, marketing, management, and all of that, but it also just sort of trains you how to think in terms of managing a business, right? And what's important in terms of just straight uh, building a business, running a business, the day-to-day operations and the like. So it helped me tremendously because, you know, it added to my knowledge base as far as, you know, being a pharmacist and understanding, you know, the art of pharmacy, the science of pharmacy and the like, but it just helps you think in a more broad basis. So in working with some clients and say one of the projects involved their pricing master or their, their charge master, I should say. And then, you know, you can go in and say, okay, these are the fields you need to have. This is what you need to reformat or fix or what have you. But you also have to stop and think, well, what is the overall goal of this organization? What are they trying to accomplish? You know, do they have certain metrics in terms of savings for the hospital or the site overall, you know? So, Getting that MBA encouraged me to think on a high level from a business perspective. So it brought all of that. It brought that side of the work, if you will, into play and not just strictly you know, pharmacy concepts or 
IT concepts in terms of building or structuring files and the like. So it just expanded my focus, if you will. Okay, that's really cool. So this is a question that applies to both your MBA and informatics. But I mm-hmm. guess what was what were some of the motivating factors that kind of push you to want to take the courses to get your MBA? And also, like, what are some motivating factors that push you in the direction of, you know, pharmacy informatics and pharmacy technology? Oh, well, for me, well, I'll start with informatics because that came first for me, if you will. You know, I knew that I wanted to go into hospital pharmacy when I graduated, but I also knew that I wanted to find that different thing, if you will, because when I graduated, you know, the three areas that you could practice in or that were talked about widely, if you will. They were retail, they were hospital, and then some folks ended up in industry, meaning, you know, pharma, pharmaceutical work and the like. So, but for me, you know, I felt like, well, long term, you know, I wanted to know what am I going to do or what's going to be that different thing for me? You know, I love math and science coming out of uh, school. So, you know, I had a choice between going to school for electrical engineering and pharmacy and pharmacy won out. Well, mainly because my parents thought I should look into pharmacy more so because of the job opportunities. I mean, at that time, there was a shortage of pharmacists, so there were jobs, right? And it just looked like you could get a job faster in pharmacy, which was great. You know, of course, you know, coming out of school, you have loans and all sorts of things right, going on where you have to pay them off afterwards, so a job. But for me, I didn't want just any job coming out of school. So, you know, the tech or the informatics route just made sense for me. So there's a funny story behind that because I would say about three years into practicing pharmacy, I had an opportunity to get into informatics. Now, basically what I did was, you know, I, well, I say this jokingly, but I harassed the IT director of the hospital (laughs) so she gave me a job. Now, I say that jokingly because, you know, again, I, I wasn't stalking or anything, if you will, but you know, I, I had heard that there was an opportunity within the hospital for some testing, right? Because they were in the middle of installing an interface between the CPOE system and their pharmacy system. They were on Siemens at the time, but they did not have an interface between CPOE and pharmacy. So basically for me, you know, I decided that I wanted to pursue an informatics career there or a job with that particular department. So I visited the IT director's office, I would say almost on a daily basis, I would say, once I found out there was a position open. And, you know, I went up to her and I said, look, I work in pharmacy currently. I have some experience in IT, meaning that I had done some testing previously when I was at the VA, just helping out with uh, some training, if you will, and also just some user testing. So I told her I thought I'd be good for the job. But, you know, again, you know, I'm coming out of nowhere with this, right? So, you know, she asked me to go take a course in crystal reports. I remember this clearly. I went, took the class. A week later, I came back with a certificate and I asked her, okay, can I have your job now? Right? (laughs) So I think she might have been surprised that I went that far with it. But, you know, I did. And she gave me a shot. And the first day after testing with her team, you know, she told me, she said, look, I think you'd be great for the position. And I was hired. So for me, you know, it was great because, you know, I had this new, you know, fun career, you know, within pharmacy where I had the best of both worlds. I could use my pharmacy training and I could also use my uh, experience and my knowledge of IT. 
because I did have some programming experience uh, through some coursework that I had taken prior to that. So it just made sense for me and it worked. Now, as far as my MBA is concerned, you know, I realized for me, you know, I had a bachelor's in pharmacy, right? And many students were coming and I was part of that last class that had the bachelor's, right? And I knew moving forward that if I wanted a higher position in any other organization that I would need to either go back for a PharmD or I would have to go and get a some a master's of some sort. So for me, the MBA made sense, mainly because I was already in IT, right? And I sort of saw myself getting a managerial role, even a director role in health IT. So the MBA just made sense for me at the time. And that's how I ended up here. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, I, I know that for consultant work, you, you go through different projects with different clients a lot. And I was wondering, like, if there was any, like, interesting projects that that kind of stood out to you or kind of made you like, oh, wow, I've never seen that before. This is really cool. Anything that you can share? Sure. I would say the most interesting piece to me was a project. And again, I, I try not to share too much with the, the client just for privacy standpoints, but it was a project having to do with revenue cycle in pharmacy because uh, on my end, again, you know, I've seen predominantly clinical type work or that was what had been offered to me, you know, when I, uh, left Presbyterian and branched out on my own. But then, you know, the question became, well, what can we do from a billing financial side to help save some money in our pharmacy spend? Right. So that was interesting to me because, you know, again, I think we sometimes lose sight of the fact that, you know, beyond just the clinical end of things with pharmacy. And again, we talk about the opioid epidemic, you know, some of these other really big pressing issues within pharmacy. There's also a big pressing issue in terms of how we're able to maintain our pharmacy stock and continue to afford some of the pharmacy items that we need to use in order to treat our patients, right? So, you know, it's just interesting how all that came together. And then, of course, how I was able to use my business knowledge and, you know, financial knowledge from getting that MBA training to help me work on that project. So again, it was wasn't that it was a terribly complex project, but it just brought so many pieces together, if you will, not just the clinical side, but also that financial piece and made it really interesting. And it also inspired uh, me to look at creating software to help clients or hospitals or clinics to help manage that part of their pharmacy management as well. Yeah, that part's really interesting to me too. I guess it's interesting to me because I've also seen how complicated it can get with like the 340B program. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that opens up even more doors, right? So it, it does. And you know, it, it's to me, I mean, it, it's all important. It's all interesting. I think right now, you know, most folks see, you know, the, the patient side of things, right? And if that's important, I'm not taking away from that at all. It's huge. But then there's also that back end that, you know, some of these drug prices and, you know, it, it's very hard. And the other thing is that, you know, pharmacy is usually one of the top cost centers in any hospital, right? So a lot of places it's second to labor, right, or HR. So, you know, it, it, it's a big area and there are a lot of complex factors impacting as well. 
Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I usually get students that ask about how they can get into pharmacy informatics. And I was wondering what advice you would give them because you've come from a, a pretty unique background on, on getting into that, that field. So I guess mm-hmm. nowadays, um, what do you think uh, would be some good steps that students or even other pharmacists would be able to take to get into that field? Sure, sure. Well, I would say, number one, you know, definitely look out for opportunities where, you know, you are able to get involved with pharmacy-related projects, and IT, that is, right? So if there's an implementation going on within your hospital site, right, perhaps there's an opportunity for some testing or even training, right? That That's a good way as well, because, you know, in a lot of ways, you're you need to learn how the software functions, not just for your day-to-day, but beyond that, right? So it's just really finding those opportunities, you know, or when it does present itself to get involved in implementations on your hospital site. That's a way in as well. And it also gets to showcase your value, right, as a pharmacist there. Because this is one thing I will say. You know, I was hired in my first informatics position, and it was a central department. It wasn't pharmacy-based, so I had nurses in our department. I had some uh, couple of folks who came from the radiology department. They came from lab. But again, they saw my background as a pharmacist as being valuable, right? So they could teach me the IT stuff. And, you know, a lot of uh, IT departments, you know, they're willing to send you the training and all. But if you have the background, you know, in pharmacy and you have a desire to learn, you know, a lot of departments will teach you the other things that you don't know. So I would say look for those opportunities where you can contribute to maybe an implementation on site. That's one. And then another route, if you will, is networking. Listen, I can't tell you how valuable it has been for me to attend some IT conferences in the healthcare space, particularly HIMSS, right? I am a big proponent and fan of HIMSS. I've attended almost every HENS conference from 2012 until today, right? And the thing is about going to those conferences that I don't see as many pharmacists as I would like to see there, right? You have some that are attending, but I would say go to those conferences because no one is going to open your eyes to other areas within IT or health IT, I should say, that will help broaden your perspective. That's one. And then also because... You know, you're, you're sort of, you know, in a, you're a part of a smaller group in a big space. It's a great way to just introduce yourself to folks in other disciplines, perhaps, uh, people that are recruiting, right? For their companies as well, because you do have a job fair there as well. And it might be a way for you to get into the industry that way also. And then of course, there's ASHP. You know, there's this, you know, we have a great informatics group there as well, right? So there are opportunities there to network and to get your name out there, right? And, you know, be discovered in terms of uh, trying to land a position in the field. So I would say those are my top two ways into the informatics field if that's what you desire to do. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That was pretty good advice. And, uh, you know, for people who had any other questions for you, maybe about your career path or maybe what you're currently doing now, is there a way that they can best reach you at? Absolutely. So I can be best reached by email. It's A Williams at Full Sight Health. That's F U L L S S and Sam I G H T Health dot com. 
And I'd love to hear from you. And I'm so happy to give advice to others who are trying to get into the field as well. And especially now, you know, we're branching out into this uh, this new area, right, in terms of uh, building software. You, you know, in this uh, phase, if you will, of my career, you know, it, it's super important to continue to network. You know, we're reaching out to other hospitals, and other pharmacy clinicians, informaticists, and the like to gain feedback on our products in its early stages, right? But we are, you know, we're, we're open to feedback and we're reaching out to as many folks as we can, you know, nationwide. So, you know, feel free to reach out to me, whether you're a student and you want to learn how to get into the field or you want more advice. And also, if you want to learn more about what we're doing in the pharmacy IT space, right now we're developing an AI product that's geared towards helping hospitals, clinics, basically any site that has a pharmacy to save money on your inventory spend. So, again, if you'd like to learn more, see what we're doing, you know, I'm happy to hear from you on that end as well. Awesome. Thank you. I'll be putting your uh, contact info into our show notes for anyone who's interested in reaching out. But, you know, to be respectful of your time, I'd like to thank you again for taking some time out of your busy day to be on the show. No, thank you for having me, Tony. I really appreciate it. It's been great talking. Thanks again. All right. If you guys like this episode, you can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITME or Instagram at PharmacyInformatics or by emailing me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy ITME. And remember, technology is the tool, patient care is the goal.